Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, our heroes arrive at the island and are ambushed by a troop of mind-controlled humanoids. They swiftly defeat them and spare a goblin druid named Branch. Branch guides them to a massive creature that has set up the island as its own trap for curious tourists. The battle is taxing, but the knights are saved when a mysterious, fiery stranger enters the fray. Knights of the World Table. I am Zach, your DM, back for your episode. Let's go around the table, and if we know who your character is already, you can say what that is, and if not, you can uh, just say who you are, starting over here. All right, I'm Matt Messerman, and I am playing a branch from the smallest tree in the forest. <laughs> who is a person who is a <laughs> goblin, a little goblin and not an actual branch. But his name is a branch a druid. from yes. the smallest tree in the forest. He gets that a lot. That got complicated. <laughs> Uh, my name is Jen, and I am playing Maya. My name is Weston, and I'm playing Foot. Not Foot, it's Soot. <laughs> like like a fireplace. He has trouble saying his own name. Foot. That's foot. unfortunate. My name is Carlos, and I'm playing a mystery character. Ooh. Yeah, our friend Carlos will be here in the episode eventually. So when you hear a new voice, that's Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Chris, and I'm playing Gravely. All right, so I'm just going to repeat the last line, and we're going to take it from there. So, Gravely, it's me, Sindel. Uh, uh, what? But you're, you're young. I mean, you're old. What happened to my... Uh, here, let me... And she, Maya, I think she's unconscious. She kneels down and puts her hands on Maya, and Maya is healed for, let's say, 15 hit points. And awakes, more importantly, because she was passed out, and the jellyfish thing in her neck... Falls away. It has no mommy. That was not fun. Maya, are you okay? I'm I'm okay. I've I've had better. Maya, it's so good to see you. And Sindel gives her a big hug. But you don't recognize that person at all. Maya, that's Sindel. She's older now. Oh, Sindel, you are are a woman. Well, of course I'm older. Gravely, come on, bring it in. Come on, everybody. Hugs, hugs, hugs. Sindel, I'm I'm confused. We are, we saw you six months ago. You are you are a grown woman. Six months. It has been six months. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's right. About six months. Um, and also, didn't you have to stay in the fire plane in order for it to not explode or something? Well, no, but I haven't been able to come back until just recently. For me, it's been like. Uh, uh, 17 years? I, uh... It's complicated, I guess, over there. Uh, in brief, like, you could say Charkandris is sort of like a evil uncle sort of thing, and so after you guys took him out and made me sort of the, like, uh, queen, and so I've been in charge, there's a regent, uh, yada, 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 you know, but basically, I mean, I couldn't, I'm, I, oh, I've your been highness. doing well over there. <laughs> Sindel, it is yeah. so good to see you. Gravely bows. Oh, well, thank You know what? Actually, I'd rather, if you could not do that, it's been kind of, it's a little bit refreshing to not be the 
Hi, Ness. I don't baffle anyone. Thanks, my. I will. Appreciate that. Who are, who, <laughs> thanks, Gravely. Who are, who are, are these? Branch. Oh. Do you have any idea who this chick is? Branch stops being a wolf and, uh. Uh, Branch has no idea who the fire human is. Uh, 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 oh, oh, that's a druid. Hey, this I was going to pet you. I'm glad I didn't. Very, are, very nice to meet you. These are new friends. This is Blanche, and this is Soot. Hi. Hi. And Hello, suit. fire human. Oh, Soot, suit, uh, remember when I was telling you a story in the bar about the little girl who uh, was a sorcerer and she got trapped? Uh, that's her. Oh, you weren't just making that up? No, no. Oh, well. Uh. <laughs> no, Gravely is not very creative. Surprise. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, so you came from the fire plane, is that right? Uh, well, yeah. And, uh, where? I'm Honestly, I was expecting to pop out uh, back at respite in the Soot portal. is walking around Sindel, <laughs> like, like, kind of like, Looking at her like she's a like she's a subject like she's like she's some kind of specimen, um, trying to trying to glean information from the fire realm, trying to figure out uh, if he can get any kind of magical e- evocation magic source off. Anyway, he's Boy, being he super take- creepy about it, <laughs> kind of pulling at, at 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 her bits of armor and and. She like looks over your sh- her shoulder as you pass behind her, and oh, then looks over the other shoulder. Me. Are you okay? So Cinderella, my goodness, that is so seventeen years. That is so crazy. Yeah, well, uh, generally we we can't open portals from over there, but recently something happened. Something there, the block is weakened in some way, and so our people, our sorcerers, started to notice that. Maybe somebody could get through, but nobody was able to until, until I tried. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The the veil's been been thinner and thinner. I've 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 been I've been I've been feeling that. I, I don't really understand what is happening. Sindel's gonna roll a insight check on uh, whether Soot is just making that up, but she rolled a one, so she didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid you are uh, quite a ways from Westbeth. Uh, you are in Giaca. Uh, in Papalona, and uh, it's seaside town, and uh, we are on an island, and I'm afraid that our ship to get back to land has been destroyed, so we, we are not quite sure how we would get back to the mainland. So I would say on that, this is Zach talking, not Sindel, you, you left with the rowboat of the uh, opera fan crab catchers. So they probably didn't just like give that to you and say goodbye. So it'd be reasonable if there was plans for them to come and get you maybe at sunset or so. Um, but now that rowboat is just splinters back on the other beach. And um, it's getting it's getting close to that time. Uh, if we go back to the other beach, we could probably try and flag down the ship and get back to town. Aye. Right. Could certainly try. I wouldn't be stuck on this island. There's not even any treasure here. I am sorry, Soot. I know that was disappointing for you. I had so much hope for it, too. I feel like such an idiot. Whatever. It's fine. Let's go back to the other beach. So, Branch is able to... So, you make your way back to the Little Cove, as opposed, as uh, noted on the map, and Branch is able to explain a little bit of, like, kind of what the racket has been on this island, which is... Uh, Maps like that that were scrawled together by the squid things, minions, have been 
distributed out over time and kind of passed around as like bait to bring people to the island, which has worked occasionally and people have shown up. Also of note, if people had any sort of magic items, they didn't come back after after the people were taken into the ocean, after the creatures were taken into the ocean, any sort of like objects of value didn't come back with them. So those probably exist somewhere. And sometimes they did not come back either. Is there anywhere perhaps on the island that uh, maybe we could check? Do we have time? Branch, do you know where they might have put um, any of the personal effects of the trapped people? Would Branch know that? He would know that they, like the people would go off into the ocean with the squid thing, and then they'd either come back as the, you know, uh, as trapped was possessed or yes. not at all. The come back possessed or they wouldn't come back, but if they had anything of value, it didn't come back. So, so it the would creatures go out into that the we ocean. defeated, mm-hmm. are their bodies like on the beach? Like, could we possibly just take a little peek, see if there's anything on their person? Yes, they had things. One of them's a giant gorilla. It did not have anything on its person. It was a just gorilla stuff. gorilla. You had a spike in the It was not wearing any nude. clothes. Yep, nope, sorry. Provocative sexiest, sexiest season, season yet. yet. <laughs> and the other thing was just completely rotted. It like barely had flesh. It did not have any secret compartments. Yes, the, the humans that were here, they, they would go in, in the sea and the, 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 the creature would eat them or he would send them back with nothing fun. It was well, very unfortunate. So if you would like, when we get back uh, to the town, I will buy you a glass of wine. Uh, I'm not much for drinking. Okay, do for me. Well, I can wine, have anyway. a quick look around and see if I find any tracks or anything like that. I mean, if we've got a do little we, bit of time. How much time do we have? It is. I mean, some of you are kind of camped out on the beach. It's close to sunset around the time you're expecting these guys to turn up. So you could spread out a little bit and look around. I'll tell you what. I will stay on the beach and flag down the ship. And uh, when it is uh, time and they show up, I will call out for all of you. That's a good idea. Um, Soot, would you like to come with me? Yeah, let's go. Let's just see if we can find anything. I guess that'd be probably a survival check to search around. Oh, yes. With advantage if Sindel? somebody's helping. Sindel, do you want to wait with me or do you want to go with them? Uh, I, I'd love to hang out and catch up if, if that's okay <gasps> with you. That's a 19. Wow. All right. So very briefly, you're able to like scout out around the island and see a lot, maybe climb, (laughs) climb some trees, get good views. And you find several, I mean, you find lots of tracks of the various uh, minions of this creature in different ways that they stayed around. Some of them clearly just like bedded down in brush. Some of them had little hovels. Branch shows you his little hovel. Um, this hedgehog, his name is Daniel. All right. <laughs> he does that for a I good long amount of time. He looks really tasty. I don't need to Do know. not eat my friend's little lizard human. I didn't say I was going to eat him. I just said he looks tasty. That's a very different thing. Branch, you know that he's not a human and neither am I. Uh, he's a kobold and, and I'm a half-orc halfling. Yes, humans. That's what they said. Oh, uh, okay. You, you look more like him than I do. Have you never seen yourself? Branch knows what Branch looks like. Okay. But Branch Branch is not human. You are humans. So you don't really come up with anything of value, but you do find, it seems like, depending on the state of creatures, the state that creatures were in when the squid thing died, for some of them it was the 
jellyfish thing that was keeping them alive and they just like collapsed if there was the most deteriorated ones that you saw at the beginning probably didn't wouldn't have made it at all some of them that are more kind of like fresh are still there some of them tried to clearly tried what the gorilla tried which is to rip it out of their neck and just died right there and some of them are in various states of still being okay some seem really coherent and some seem a little bit dulled but there's a few of those creatures kind of mulling around and they have various degrees of intelligence none of them is very um, even to start with none of them seems like they were very highly intelligent a few of them have some language but there's not really anybody to chat with amongst who you find. We but should put them out of their misery. Well, I'm not going to pay for them to go back on the boat. No, none of them are, none of them are salvageable, savable. Um, I mean, there's not much to save there. There, the ones that are fine are fine. The ones that are not, are not it's like, the, there's nothing to fix at this point. Right. But I suppose the, the question is like, do we encounter, uh, like, Dwarves or elves or humans or anything or any of those around, but you said nothing's in particularly intelligent. If Branch is kind of the top of the intelligence chain, then I think we're probably safe to say that they don't really have any intelligent life on it. Branch definitely is been part of what Branch was able to do is use some of his based on his like innate druid magic. He seems like he was able to sort of like hold off the effects of this thing a little bit and kind of maintain being himself. Uh so Soot uh, would like to, well, uh, he's going to find a couple of the corpses that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to use his arcane recovery, which I can do once a day, mm-hmm. uh, to get back one spell slot. And I will animate dead. And I, I'm a school of necromancy, so my one animate dead can actually animate two. So All that's right. going to happen. Fancy. All right. Back on the so you're beach. getting back a spell slot to use that to cast Animate Dead and rise up two new minions? Yes. Alrighty. Back on the beach, Maya says, and that is when I realized I could not rhyme with orange. <laughs> you know, I really, uh, yeah, that, the, that's true. I really thought that the boat would be here by now. What is taking so long? Also silver. Did you know that? Silver. Mm. Well, I will have to work on that. Yeah. I've heard purple. It's difficult. It seems like colors. Yeah. Hey, Maya, I've, I've brought you uh, two more friends. <gasps> oh, hello. Does they have names? No, they do not. I, 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 I brought them to you for that. You're, you're a little bit better than that. And I was wondering if you could maybe dress them up a little bit, make them look a little bit more presentable. <gasps> of course. I love a makeover. Do you want to help me, Sindel? Uh, these, we're dressing up the... Uh, uh, bodies? Yes, Vindal, is... do you want to help dress them up? Uh, no thanks. Soot. Okay. Hey, uh, Maya, yeah. are, are you at all concerned about your new friend's uh, ability to animate dead creatures? Well, we had a conversation about it, and I voiced my concerns, but truthfully, sometimes in life there are things that you cannot control, and I like that I get to make new friends, I think uh, this one right here is going to be Hans, <laughs> and this one right here is going to be Antonio. Hans and Antonio. Maya, you just pick the best names. I, I just absolutely love them. Oh, thank you, Sid. Now, I think that Hans is a little bit of an autumn, but Antonio is a summer. <laughs> 
So she goes about scrounging up some clothes for Hans and Antonio, and we'll say... Antonio. Uh, I'm going to uh, take the cloaks uh, from Sven uh, and put them over our new friends, uh, Hans and Antonio. Uh, Hey, Maya, Robert is going to stay here. Oh. Because he said he wanted uh, to spend some more time in kind of a paradise vacation. Oh, I can understand how it would be relaxing for him. Okay. About that time, you note a ship coming around the cove, the corner of the cove into sight. Uh, Maya's going to take, she's got several multicolored scarves, and she puts like an orange one on uh, Hans, and a bright yellow one on uh, Antonio. Orange, bright. I love that these are things that you're having to write down because I said them. (laughs) I need to reference that. So the ship out there that you're seeing is a pretty fancy looking ship. It's because it's getting dark, it's hard to kind of see colors, but it looks like it has darker timber and uh, some sort of like a ram on the front maybe and light colored sails. And it seems to weigh anchor and make efforts to drop a drop some kind of a boat to maybe row ashore. It's not, it's definitely not, now that it's closer, it's not the ship that dropped you off. Uh, it's also probably a good hour past when you would have expected that ship to come back. That's rather suspect. I don't think how that f- other ship is coming back. How far away is the, so they're putting a rowboat in, you said? Yeah, they're dropping down a rowboat. How far away is that rowboat? It's still by the ship, and it's probably about uh, 200 feet out into the cove where the bigger ship is able to rest. Can't come any closer. Maya's going to, like, just stand and wave at it, and then when it gets within 120 feet, I'd like to send a message. Please. To the boat? Yes. Uh, in the in, As they cover those first 80 feet, does anybody else want to make any comments Can I, or can I make a, a uh, perception check to see if they... Uh, like a neutral sip or or maybe a pirate sip or something along those lines. Sure, roll. Okay, uh, 19. Well, that's good. Wow. Yeah, you do have, yeah, I mean, you're familiar with a little bit of the local flags and the Polpolonan flag and other things, and uh, you would guess that it's a pirate ship. Ooh. Hey, everybody, it looks like we've got a pirate ship coming to pick us up. How romantic. Pirates? They're generally bad news, right? Ah, usually, but we have literally nothing of value. Branch's life is of value to Branch. Eh, pirates don't care much for life. They're more about treasure. I have never met a pirate. I am so excited. Yes, but pirates also are known to hurt people quite badly when they, where they can't wake up. Well, oh. What if we make friends with them first? So uh, we'll say they are within 120 feet now. What would you like to uh, message out to say, your new friends? Uh, can I? Am I able to see like the gender or anything about the person that is rowing the boat once they're within 120? There's feet? two figures in there. One looks humanoid, and the other one looks uh, also humanoid, but not like human or elf shaped. It's big and bulky and it's got kind of a you can't quite make out what it is so the humanoid e1 i will go ahead and send a message to hello pirate friend my name is maya uh what are you coming over here for 
Oh, hey, Maya. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. We felt that perhaps you might need some assistance seeing you here on the little cove, and we have come to assist you. Ah, oh, that is so kind of you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's okay, guys. They are coming to assist us. So as they may uh, continue... Do I believe him? Roll. Insight. Insight. Oh, I'm not Oh, well, that's good news, I guess. That's a, a 16 plus four, so that's going to be a 20. Dirty 20. <laughs> a dirty 20 insight. So uh, you always give the you always give the oblivious Maya answer. Like, oh, great, they're here to, they're here to see us. Like, wait a minute, do I believe them? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm actually incredibly insightful. Uh, you're definitely suspicious of that statement. I guess on a 20, that's that's a fair amount of insight. So, like... You definitely have the sense that, like, sure, they are coming to get you, and that's probably not out of the goodness of their heart alone. And also, like, there's a sense of, why did they know? It's kind of like a, it's a little bit of a shoddy story to be like, oh, we were just sailing past this cove, and we noticed you were there. So already their story is kind of not quite holding up. So there is a possibility that these people are really wonderful, but I have a feeling that maybe uh, they are not giving me the full story. Would I have ever seen like a pirate ship or anything come by the island? Probably not to stop. I mean, you would see ships go just by like in general. By. Yeah, but they wouldn't just like swing by. Maya, why don't you tell them that if they try anything while they're still in the boat, we can blow them up. So don't be a jerk or something. Uh, well, we wouldn't want them to fail away because they are literally our one option at the moment. Speaking of which, as they approach up to the beach, you actually see a second ship come around that same cove and make uh, make similar movements to drop anchor the way the first ship did. Oh, they, is, that, th- is that our original ship? Nope, that is still not your original ship. This Men. ship is... Distinctly different. It's kind of a little bit wider and bigger and um, not a lot bigger. They look sort of relatively easily matched in terms of ship classes, but it has big striped sails that are white and red. Are they also pirates? Uh, I'll just say, like, yes, they appear to also be pirates. They don't have any sort of official marking. It's not a navy or anything else. Can I message the the same guy that I was talking to? So he's now close enough that you could just talk to him if you want. Hello! Again, it was me, Maya. I was the one that was talking in your head. Hello! Maya! Maya! Maya Sheree? (gasps) Perhaps? Heard of me. How do you know my name? But no, we will cover that later. Do you know that other ship over there? Are they your friends? They are not, uh, no, they are not. You don't want to speak to them. You, I'm, I'm here, and I am How very, you know very name? happy to make your appearance. The word of the saviors of Oakheart has spread far and wide at this point, at least amongst the sea, my Shari. <gasps> that one there, perhaps that is, uh, that is the Gravely warrior, warrior ranger. Gravely, he knows you. What, what, what do you want? So they're pulling their rowboat up onto the shore, and uh, you see this figure, Captain... Uh, well, he should introduce himself. What's your name? Perhaps I could introduce myself. Captain Dropoff, to make your acquaintance. That's, I am that's very rather convenient, pleased to it? meet you. What? It's a rather convenient name, isn't it? Captain Dropoff. 
perhaps in the in the current circumstances, that is your very funny young orkling. We, we would prefer uh, to be picked going to walk. up. Is his boat like making it onto shore now? I'm assuming. That mm-hmm. Yeah, they're Maya will the literally ways. just like walk straight up and put out her hand in a Maya, handshake. Maya, maybe. Yeah, well. Also, can we see the other guy? Yes, you can. Trying to get to that. This is so, what she does. <laughs> so Captain Dropoff is dressed in in pirate leathers, boots, kind of fancy stuff. Definitely looks hot. captainy. Hot. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. He is elven looking. Not Super really. Hot. Double hot. <laughs> Elvish. Uh. Not really, not really your standard elf. Not like a wood elf or a high elf. He has a little bit um, light gray skin and light hair that is almost a little bit bluish and mm. sort of webbed fingers when he reaches out to shake your hand. I will would just I, put would out I know there. What that is? Yeah. Yes, you would. He is a sea elf. Ooh. His <coughs> uh, companion, Self. who's been silently rowing the boat obediently also pushes it up onto shore and his companion basically looks like a large seven and a half feet tall humanoid uh, kind of oddly obese but other than that uh, looks a lot like a hammerhead shark in fact he even has a tail he's basically a big fat hammerhead shark with legs, Brad, like and like arms. like one of the street sharks. The <laughs> street sharks awesome. Get him some uh, roller <laughs> awesome. You know the amount of property damage that they did is like a insanity. I mean, yeah, it's not as bad as Transformers. But. <laughs> uh, so, um, so Thindle, uh, so you're new here to these parts of the world. You know, I'm just I want you to know that if you need anything, uh, I am here for you. Thanks, Sid. I don't think it's a good time. Why don't you just keep your distance and keep your little whatever those are with you, okay? Speaking of keeping distance, when all these people are showing up, uh, Branch is going to, like, slowly, like, back away so he's not obviously out front. He's going to try to sort of hide himself behind people. Back to the... Behind people or, like, all the way back to the trees? Uh, Depends on how far away the trees are. You've got time to move back while they're rowing. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it would be like a... 10 to 15 foot obvious trip into the tree line, but yeah. you could easily make it. He'll hide in the tree line. Okay. So he goes back there, watches Captain from Captain Zwapoff, your friend is gorgeous. Uh, well, thank you. This is my first mate, Creve. Say hello, Creve. And Creve just goes... Creve, you are captivating. I must paint you. Creep <laughs> does not. That's not the regular response Creep receives from people when he says hello. So he looks very confused. I, and I, then maybe a little bit. Hold on. Uh, roll a charisma. Uh, <laughs> just straight charisma roll. Uh, that's a... S- I guess, no, wait. You're asking to paint him. So uh, persuasion. Do you want me to roll again or keep the same roll? You can keep it. Okay, 14. So he definitely confused at first, and then maybe a little bit flattered. Ooh. He's never thought of being painted before. Usually other people, he's kind of uh, interested in that. Perfect. Well, uh, very pleased to make your acquaintance, all of you. It is. It grows dark, and perhaps we could give you a ride back. Please come come into the boat now. With any, any of your uh, uh, possessions, we will take you back. We will make trips if necessary, and I will be happy to escort you along with uh, uh, aboard 
my ship, the Trident. So <laughs> I'm going to think that they are uh, so graciously allowing us on board. I'm going to pull down the hoods on the two, on, what are their names? Hans and Antonio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of like flex a little bit. And I say, come Hans, come Antonio. And they shamble uh, onto the rowboat. Yeah, you like them? I just made them today. Well, this is very impressive. I'm not sure we'll have room for all of you. They may need to wait for a second trip. Oh, but we are together. They are part of our, our crew. They, surely you understand. You uh, yes, yes, I, I understand, but we will, we will come back for them. We hopefully run robot uh, deployed. We will we'll take you aboard. You may get uh, comfortable on your well, quarters. And then, so at this point, he's kind of speeding up because that other ship is now dropping a, a rowboat of his own. And there's two other figures boarding <coughs> that uh, boat to come on out. Well, how many people can fit on the rowboat? There are three benches that could probably hold uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. We'd say it holds six. Yeah, because three of us are real small. <laughs> well, there could be lap sitting. I'll, uh, yeah. Can I? Um, you may not be surprised to learn that Kreev can swim. I can, I can go ahead and sit on one of, uh, I'll, I'll fit on a Hans's lap. It'll, it'll leave a little bit more space for us all. They don't really care about being comfortable. You know, we could also wait until this other boat gets over here and maybe they will be kind enough to let us borrow one of their robots. No, you don't want to do that. And then uh, the other boat that's docking then fires off some sort of a flare up in the sky. It sort of lights things up for the moment. One of the people who are now rowing out towards you from that boat say, Oi there! You don't want to be sorting out with that crew over there. Wait right there, Avast, and we'll come say hello. Oh, well, we can say hello from here. Hello! See? Ah. Uh, yes. Well, I'm. we're still coming to shore. How, how are we feeling about this other crew? We seem very popular all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> this is what life is like for me all the time, Gwesley. I don't like being a celebrity. Go ahead and roll insight, Maya. Queen of Insight. I had no idea. That's uh, a 14 plus 4. So 18. That's Dang. an 18. You feel friendly. distinctly. I mean, they've only said like 20 seconds worth of words there, but you feel pretty good about these folks over. Better the than the other group? Yeah, distinctly. Okay. Uh, Captain Zwapoff, I am so grateful, but I feel like I must meet these other people as well. Perhaps we can all become friends. I don't think that will be happening. I encourage you very... Well, not with that attitude. Emphatically. Well, why don't you just wait next to your boat over there, and we'll stand over here in the middle, and they'll come ashore. We'll talk with them, and we'll... This is not a popularity contest. A one-time offer. You may join me, or I can leave, and we will let destiny start itself out. Friends don't make friends make ultimatums. I am not happy with this. Maya's going to go sit down cross-legged on the beach. Like, she's going to stomp away and just sit down and wait for the other boat. Captain Dropoff, I think... If you want us to board with you, I mean, it's it's nice of you to ask, but it seems like there's other people we we got to give them a chance. So uh, we'll stay. I have a better idea, Captain oh. Dropout. You should stick around, and I'm going to cast Web uh, on the rowboat, on his oh. rowboat, to try oh. and to try and snare him uh, while this other group approaches us. All right, let's learn about the spell Web. Shots fired. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Web, 
You conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point of your choosing within range. The web fills a 20-foot cube from that point for the duration. The webs are difficult terrain and lightly obscure their area. Captain's fairly far from the boat. Uh, Kreev is still pretty close to the boat. Okay, well then I'm just going to get the captain. I'm just going to web the captain. All right. Because he seems like a good prize. It's a dexterity saving throw? Yes, 15. I thought I was hard to trust. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and the web shoots out at uh, Captain Dropoff, and Captain Dropoff very quickly and dexterously just, like, dive rolls to the side, like, barrel rolls and ends up, but right up on his feet nearby, uh, right out of sight, out of the range of the, like, now big, like, sandy area of webbing that he would have been right in the middle of. Hans Antonio, get him. Oh, okay. Are, are we fighting? What, what's going on? I'm, uh, they're, they're, my two zombies are going to start shambling towards him to try and grab him, or try and grapple him. All right, he says, Kreev, wait. Let us show them a bit of what we can do. And as long as only Hans and Antonio step forward, the captain's going to say, bring them on. Okay. I guess roll initiative Ooh. with your uh, dead things. With my- I had no intention to take this path, but <laughs> but I but I made all but of the things necessary for it to happen occur. <laughs> it's one hundred percent your fault. <laughs> so uh, yeah, their in- their initiative is not great. For Hans, it's um, four, and for Antonio, it's one. All right. Well, uh, the captain will go first. And he will pull off of his back a very uh, highly specialized looking heavy crossbow. It looks (laughs) like it has some sort of like repeater. It looks like there's just like a lot of like things affixed to this thing that you've never seen on a crossbow before. Maybe special sights. Oh, dear. Oh, my. And he will take aim at Hans. That's an Exodus 452. (laughs) (laughs) He fires a bolt at Hans, and Hans will take 24 damage. Ah! And as that first crossbow bolt fires out, it does some sort of like, and uh, he fires another crossbow bolt. The heck? So he has two health points. Antonio, and Antonio will take 17 damage. Oh, dear. Well, um, eight. They're not looking great. Bling it, trash boys. Their turns. Okay. I'm sorry, Carlos. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> Carlos, you're in the other boat. <laughs> Be prepared. No. Be prepared. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sad Zach couldn't make me shark, man. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hans will attempt to grab the, the captain. Like a... Basically, yeah, a grapple. grapple. So he can't move. All right. Why are we fighting again? This is... I don't want to fight. No, listen. We get the captain, and then the other people can get, take the captain. He's clearly a pirate. But we can I'm trade him. tired. The grapple dodges right out of that. Again, with, like, pretty impressive-looking dexterity. Okay. And, uh... Antonio's gonna Antonio reach for him. That's a... 14. Um, so he'll roll a... Acrobatics check to yeah, try and so get based on that roll, he definitely beat the first one. So what will Antonio's also going to try to grab him? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, that's a 16. Ooh, that was a crit. Uh, oh. So, woo! <laughs> okay. So he just like hey, also like, he dances right around that thing and like gets around behind Antonio and pushes him down and he's facing the sand. And, All right. Uh, he like throws his crossbow back over his shoulder on a strap and draws a sword from his from its scabbard and he will slice at that's a 13. There were eight, right? Yes. So that'll do it. Not too difficult. Hans is gone. <laughs> so he smashes the first one with, uh, it's a rapier he's using, and he also is successful against Antonio for 13 damage. Well, he's got one hit point. <laughs> Stop it right now. People are getting hurt. Would we like to continue this? Okay, I could go okay. all night. Um. Well... Clearly, you've made your point, Captain. Uh, you can just leave now, then. Yes, I'm not very excited about getting on a ship with you. You hurt my friend. You are not very... Uh, gratuitous? No. Gratitude? What? How, are you, how do you say uh, thankful? You are not very appreciative. You are not very appreciative of my offer. I shall remember that. Creve, let us go. And they hop in their boat. And start to shove off as this other boat uh, comes closer into view. They had a pretty good view of the fight from the shore. And this <coughs> new boat has also two figures in it. One of them is human, definitely. They both look human. One of them is kind of, uh, well, I'm going to let Carlos describe him. because. Uh, Ooh. Hello, Carlos. Oh, hello. One of them is performed by Carlos Guzman, everybody. Yay! Yay! Thank you. Uh, Tall man, uh, sort of like olive tan skin, uh, very short black hair, blue eyes, uh, and just a very broad-shouldered, burly-looking dude. (laughs) So that figure is rowing. The other figure is also human-looking. Also pretty burly, big stockies, definitely wearing a classic tricorn, like, piratey, piratey hat. And a big, long leather (laughs) coat. Leather boots as they pull up onto the shore and tramp out into the surf as the other other boat is starting to shove off. And uh, Gravely looks at Soot and says, you want to attack these guys too or should we talk to them? We can, we can talk to them. You oh. didn't really trust the other pirates, did you? I don't know who to trust right now. I'm just hungry. I hope that you are friendly. So this other figure in the hat getting off says, <laughs> Well done. Well done, mateys. How'd you like that, Captain Drop-Off? Guy's yes, got a lot of spunk, don't they? <laughs> well, I like his shark friend, but uh, he was not very friendly. So Dropoff doesn't really respond. They head out, heads out back to his ship, and uh, these other two figures drag the new boat onto the shore. And this other figure in the tricorn hat and the long coat is a very classically burly pirate captain-looking kind of figure. Uh, big, stocky, pretty serious, five o'clock shadow, um, but also has from underneath their hat has 
very like shampoo commercial looking beautiful like red <laughs> curly novel locks yeah <laughs> oh my god uh red hair coming out from under it and Our sexiest season yet um, does he like shake his head when he comes off the boat and it, like cascades a little bit you can or... see those curls like move about a little bit and also it is getting dark and it's kind of hard to see but you would say maybe it looks like potentially uh they're wearing makeup and that figure kind of tromps through the surf and says, Ahoy there, mateys. I'm pleased to meet you. My name is Captain Guinevere Honeymist. Me pronouns are she and her. Now, let's get this off of our deck right from the beginning. Some people have a bit of trouble with that, so... First time you make a mistake, we'll politely correct you. Second time, the crew will be helping you off the ship. If we happen to be at sea at the time, well, that's on you. Hello, Captain Guinevere. It is a pleasure to meet you. I am Maya Shelley. So Captain Guinevere extends a hand of friendship to shake your hand. Maya very much accepts. It's a big, firm handshake. Well, ah. Uh... Hello, Guinevere. It's uh, a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. I'm Soot. My nice to meet you too, Soot. Will you be coming on? Uh, will you be coming on my vote, or uh, I see you've you've shoved off Captain Dropoff over there? Mm, that's that's right. It didn't seem like you two would get along very well. Uh, <laughs> we surely don't. Well, I'll the, tell you that. Soot. The thing is, uh, Captain Guinevere, um, we we had a Captain Honeymist. Uh, Captain Honeymist. My pardons. Um, does that count as one mistake? No. You can call me Guinevere. I like you. Oh, okay. I'm Gravely. Hello. Pleased to meet you. The thing is, um, we chartered a boat, and um, they were supposed to pick us up about an hour ago, and they haven't shown up yet. So if we could get a ride um, back to the mainland, that would be fantastic. We could pay you perhaps in uh, entertainment or... Uh, uh uh, something. Or, or talent. We could. I, I can shoot things from very far away. That's right. Gravely is very talented. And my friend here, uh, Antonio, is very good with a mop if you need to swab the deck or anything like that. That's a compelling offer. What say you, Tiburon? I, uh, I say we take him aboard. I don't like that one, though. I point at Antonio. Mm. He looks sickly. <clears throat> hey, hey. Not all of us have to look the same as someone else. And at that moment is to when, be okay. Is when Branch would come back, come out of the uh, forest. Uh, uh, Branch, uh, hello, I, I'm Branch. Uh, can, may I go too, please? Oh, this is Branch. He he's kind of part of. Uh, he's joined up with us because we rescued him. He he can turn into animals. The captain looks towards Branch with a. Highly interested eye and says in Druidic to Branch, pleased to meet a fellow. Well, that's not. It would still be piratey even if it was Druidic. <laughs> so, <laughs> pleased to meet a member of the family. Perhaps we have some things to talk about. Oh, hello, uh, Lady Holman. Uh, it's nice to meet you as well. If you'll be coming with us... Uh, Make your preparations and uh, hop on the boat there, and we'll be shoving off and branch. Uh, perhaps I can talk to you for a moment. Uh, 
he kind of looks at everyone, uh, everyone else. And, yeah, uh, yes, uh, Br- Branch would like this. Yes. Maya will go and introduce herself to Tiburon. I'm just standing there with my arms folded. Hello, my name is Maya. You have very pretty eyes. Uh, thanks. She's Blue very is my friendly. eighth favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Blue rhymes with a lot of things, says Sindel. <laughs> That's true. Crew. Stew. You were gonna say? Were you gonna say stew? I was gonna say boo. Oh, boo! That's a good one. Poo. <laughs> That's true. Flu. Yes, it's a little askew. Mon dieu! Hello, Tiburon. My name's Gravely. I'm a half orc. What are you? Uh, I'm a pirate. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a human pirate. All right. Oh, good. Fine, fine. I'm sure you know lots of sea shanties. Perhaps we can sing together. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps. Are uh, there any sea shanties you're interested in hearing? Whatever your favorites are. Or we could write a new one. Uh, I know one about a, an octopus, I think. So It's pretty body. Yes. So over off to the side, Branch and Captain Honeymist are speaking, and Captain Honeymist says kind of still in Druidic, which nobody could understand anyway, but still in sort of like hushed tones. Have you, uh, have you felt it? This island, it's got a power to it. I don't understand. It's... Oh, yes, uh, Branch has been here for uh, many, many months and has uh, has encountered uh, many unusual things. There was large sea creature that they put the uh, jelly in the people's necks, in, in the human's necks, in my neck. And uh, it's very, very evil. That's why I Branch came here in the first place. It's because of uh, the uh, the yelling, the feeling. You've defeated it. It's gone now. I, I'm sorry for anything you've suffered. Oh, uh, th- uh, thank you. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's defeated, uh, Branch thinks, uh, much suffering. Branch, uh, this might be asking a lot, but... Uh, this island, uh, and not because of that creature, it's got some sort of a power that the earth itself, it doesn't feel the same as, as, as any other earth I've ever felt. And perhaps you felt this too. I, I'm not sure if there's, there's uh, things to do or things to take care of here. This island has suffered in more ways than one and perhaps one of your powers could Tend it for a time and and investigate this this power in the island. Uh, Branch has been gone from his home a long time, but Branch could do this. I will do this. I'd greatly appreciate it. And and, and if there's anything I can do for you, do you have any requests I could help you with? Hopefully, it won't be for long. If you could check on the forest where Branch is living when not on the island uh, and check on Branch's friends. Uh, Peter the wolf, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Greg the tiger, right, right. Uh, Sheila I, the I hawk. This down. Uh, uh, Sheila the hawk. There is, right. and he goes on for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Anima says, oh, you're, you're a good druid, Branch. I'll, uh, I'll send word and make sure, and I'll check on you soon. 
Yes, please do not leave Branch here for long, too long. It has been a very long time on this island. You have my word. It'll be different now, I'm sure. Thank you. <laughs> when you come back, Maya is saying to Tiburon, I did not know that anyone would want to do that with an octopus. I, it, uh, it gets lonely at sea. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a song, Maya. I could have gone my whole life without hearing that. Do you want to hear it again? That's oh, enough yes. of the shanties. We'll be That's shoving okay. off now, everyone in the boat. Wait, what about brunch? Uh, Did you say brunch? Branch. 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 Branch woman. Humans cannot say name. Uh, uh, branch has... Uh, and he gives a, a look at the captain. Uh, branch has things to do on the island for a while. Perhaps Branch will see you all again someday. I hope so. I would I would like a song about you. Are you sure, Branch, that's what you want? It's not necessarily what Branch would want, but it is what Branch must do. Alright, well, well if we can we'll be try to we'll try to make sure that we come back for you. Thank you. It was nice to meet humans who did not wish to kill me. Goodbye. He sort of like stalks off to the forest. Hey, Branch. Hey. Uh, uh, yes. Hey, Branch. When you figure out whatever's happening here, uh, you'll make sure to tell us, won't you? And Branch kind of goes over to Gravely. Uh, keep an eye on and this one. I do not trust the little lizard woman. Right. Hey. I will tell but I think someone. He's, I think he's right. I think if you find something that well, means that it might be a bigger problem, then seek us out uh, and, and let us know what you found. Okay. Thank you, Branch. Goodbye, Branch. Goodbye. So all of you board the boat and head off to the ship? Yes. And then... Yeah. Eight mm. legs are great legs. <laughs> what can you do with eight legs? <laughs> it's so catchy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Knights of the World Table. Thank you so much for listening as ever. I want to talk to you today very quickly about the World Forge podcast. This is a very fun podcast that Jeff and I were guests on a while back. And uh, the premise of this podcast is that Sam and Piper, the hosts, with guests, usually guests most weeks, will create characters based on some kind of a prompt. And they're characters that you could use in your games or you could just be inspired by for your own games. And specifically, the theme of the episode that Jeff and I were on was Pirates. And at the time, it was like season one was done, season two was just starting up, and the ideas from me for doing maybe something kind of piratey in season three was brewing in my head. And so if you go back and listen to the World Forge episode with Jeff and I on it, you will definitely hear the seeds of creation on some of the stuff that you're hearing today in this episode. So check it out. One quick note, uh, they are ne not necessarily appropriate for kids. And um, Jeff and I made our episode probably especially not appropriate for kids. So if you usually listen with the family, you might want to check it out yourself first.
And in regular news, all the regular stuff, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and spreading the word. Check out our uh, video trailer on YouTube. Leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts if you possibly can. And uh, follow us all over. Check out all the original art on Instagram, at Rolled Table. You can follow us on Twitter, at Rolled Table. You can follow me on Twitter, M-F-T-Z-A-C-H. And we'll post most of the art there, but the best way to see it collected is on Instagram altogether. Always check out Weston's original music compositions that you can get for yourself or even hire him to make your own anthem for your own RPG character at Arcane Anthems. Hire Chris to do some character art at Daily Tunes RPG. And enjoy the rest of the episode. Now go out and make life an adventure. So you make your way back to the ship of Captain Honeymist. Are we walking fast? Is it downtown? Doodle doodle do doo Make them all way downtown, walking fast, faces passing them homebound. That was that was no nope. You're in the water. Okay, so oh, that's good. that song is not relevant. <laughs> uh, I'm all at sea. Okay, but nope. across the cove, you make it to her ship, which is called the Bastion, mm. and uh, climb on up. And you, uh, there's a few crew out on watch. Uh, one of them, somebody from up in the riggings, uh, yells out, "Captain on deck!" Because it's an Aarakocra. Mm. <laughs> Call back to our bio episodes. My favorite race. <laughs> and uh, you get up in there and meet a few crew members, and she shows you to some bunks down in the decks. She uh, says, I can't be dropping you off directly in Giaco right at the moment, but uh, you can get you back there. Uh, right quick, but uh, if you don't mind uh, bedding down here for the night, you can get a rest. Some, uh, some of you look a bit, a bit worn down, and uh, we'll we'll keep you safe if you if you don't mind. So, what do you want from us? Well, that's a good question. I uh, I, I saw what you did out there in Captain Dropoff, and uh, it was bold. And uh, if you've solved the problems on that island, you're uh, you're impressive folks. And I wonder if I might be able to hire your services for a bit of a job we have lined up. Question: uh, Do you know who uh, this lady and I are? Ah, uh, well, Maya, right? And uh, Gravely, well, and yes. uh, Soot, Sindel. Uh, yeah, but um, I mean, well, I think we went over this. But not just names, but like uh, what <gasps> what we've done in the past. Have you heard anything about us? <laughs> Seems like a trick question. What have you done in the past? All right. Well, it, that's good. No, I like that. He's he's not hiring. Okay, wait. No, 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 no. You can't you can't just drop that and not tell me what you've done in the well, past. I what have you done in the past? Well Should I know you? I'm a little bit of a well-known artist. All right. All right. Good. Uh, it is simply that that other captain, Captain Zwapoff, he knew our first and last names. So in the light, among other things, you definitely see that Captain Honeymist is wearing a fair amount of makeup, very tastefully applied, but it's got blush eyeliner. Is it more like lipstick. David Bowie glam rock or, or a kind of a light Taylor Swift? It's tasteful. It's somewhere in between. It's, it's definitely crazy. like advertising that she's wearing makeup, but not so far as uh, David Bowie. Okay. Well, no, uh, so, uh, Captain, um, well, Maya and I were part of a, 
a party a few months ago that um, we did quite a bit of good in respite, and um, we defeated respite. A, a Oakheart. Yes. Well, everybody's heard of Oakheart. Yes, the the fire war. You were you were a part of that. We we were. Yes, we helped. We helped a lot of people over there. That uh, Cinder was actually the one who really saved everyone. Hi. I was uh, I was involved in that as well. Uh, it's kind of a long story. That's uh. But how do you think that uh, the other captain knew exactly who we were? Uh, listen, you can't drop off his bad news even for a pirate. I I wouldn't. Whatever, whatever he wanted you for, I wouldn't. I'd keep your distance as much as you can. Actually, I uh, the uh, job job I was mentioning has a bit to do with that. You see, I'm not sure what drop off is all up to, but he's uh, certainly acquired a fair bit of booty, and I uh, I might have a way we might be able to reclaim a bit of that, as well as figure out what he uh, might be up to if you might. Interested. You mean treasure? And he looks at Soot. <clears throat> I'm always interested in, you know, items of great importance. I'm just happy to have an opportunity to repay your kindness in picking us up. Aye, well, I've acquired the information of where his hideout might be, and his ship went off in a different direction, so it might be unattended uh, for the next day or so, and I thought perhaps... You and uh, I could send Tiburon up there with you, and you might be able to go and check it out and uh, help ourselves to uh, some of his treasure. You could each, uh, we could split up the gold and uh, any magic items you find. Sounds fair. I would like another shot at him. That's for sure. Well, That's... hopefully he won't be uh, be present, at least not yet. Uh, you can take shots at people in many ways. It's more okay. than what we have now. Well, I would like to rest, so I'm feeling very tired. All right, well, you bed down here, and we'll speak. Uh, we'll speak at dawn. I'll set off. We'll set off in the night towards the toward his hideout. I'll kind of sidebar with Tiburon. I'll say, so uh, since we're going into this uh, mission together, um, is there anything we should know about you? Like special skills you have, or things you like to do? I like fighting. I like punching things. I oh, like slashing things. I like stabbing things. What's your, What's your favorite color? Uh, you know, green's all right. What's your favorite weapon? Green rhymes with mean. Thanks, Indle. Seen. Yeah, seen. That's good. In between. Can we do Convene. multiple syllables? I'm going to bed down, you guys. Oh, Sindel, I want to talk to you as well. Oh, sure. Oh, well, thanks, Tib- Tiburon. Yeah, I'll, I'll make my way back to my own cabin. Uh, Sindel... Why are you here? You know, uh, I am very much wondering about that, too. So uh, I mean, it's not that we mind. It's great to see you. It's only been a few months and, and you've grown up so wonderfully. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I've had some time to think about it and I'm, I'm kind of thrilled, actually. I haven't missed that much over here. But uh, I mean, I'd love to find my my mom and dad and see what they're up to and say hello. But for now, I'm I'm happy to help you out. Uh, I really... I'm sure they'd love to see you. Yeah, well, I kind of thought we'd be I'd, we'd be a lot closer. I thought I'd probably pop out in the, the respite portal where we left uh, some of the sorcerers back back in the Fire Realm. They, they hypothesized that maybe the, the weakening of the portals might have to... Yeah, 
it all has to do with balance, you know, and, and, uh, if maybe somebody else was attempting to get through somewhere else, that might account for why our portal was weakening. And I can only guess that I got through because, well, uh, maybe because I've been through before. I, maybe because I've Well, you're been a powerful here. being. I mean, that, that, that's got to account for something. But Well, Lucindal, I promise you that we will do everything we can to help you. Frankly, I, I'm happy for a little vacation from... Uh, royal duties, so to speak. There's a lot of expectations on me over here, and if I can just smack some things with this staff and uh, maybe set some stuff on fire, that would be really awesome, actually. Well, yes, that's great. I mean, also... It's, it's great to see you guys. It's I, good I, to see you. Well, since you are... Maybe it was you. Maybe, maybe... Huh? Uh, maybe, maybe I somehow, like, I don't... Was attracted to, to where you were. That's... I mean, it can't be a coincidence that I showed up, like, on your... Hmm. On your laps. We are still wearing the... The rings of fire protection. Did that have something to do with it? So what are you exactly? She's like, oh, cool. And she like lights her hand up on fire and like touches you real quick. And you like totally resist you like spontaneously Ah. and instantly. It is probably not a good idea to have open flames on a ship. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. My bad. Uh, You know what? Maybe we will just have to wait and find out. In the meantime, since you are an adult now, uh, maybe we can see if we can get a cup of air together. Here on this ship, I'm sure the pirates have something to drink. Uh, it's been kind of a long day. I feel like maybe we should we should get some sleep. Okay. Tomorrow, then. Tomorrow. So everybody take a long rest. Yay! The next morning, you wake and get some good food from the galley and prepare for your journey. And the bastion has pulled up to an area of... Uh, there's pretty sheer cliffs down to the ocean and uh, Captain Honeymiss points out a specific area that uh, is off the port side of the ship which is the left uh, hey. <laughs> uh, where you can just see at the bottom of there's like vines and plants hanging down the whole length of the cliffs almost to the water, but you can just see right now with where the tide's at that there's a little, it looks like maybe a cave or something right at the waterline behind these vines. And she says, that's the entrance to the hideout. There's there's reefs right out here. We can't sail right in. There's some sort of opening. He knows where it is, and I don't. We can't get any closer than this, but you can board the rowboat and... Head on out there and you should be able to get in and have a look. So we're just looking for some kind of treasure? Well, I haven't been in there, but uh, it seems important to him, so. Excellent. Do we imagine anybody might be uh, on the lookout for incoming boats or whatnot? We've scouted a fair bit from out here and there's no surveillance. We've been past and not been uh, chased, but once you get in there, I have no idea. I'd like to check the top of the cliffs to see if I see any silhouettes or any, like, people that are hiding. Roll perception. I, yeah. rolled, I rolled an 11. Um, so you have a look at the cliffs, and they look... Rel- you don't see anybody up there, as far as you can tell. It does look a little bit odd, like, just surveilling the whole thing. It looks slightly unnatural, but you can't really tell why that is feels like the plants are growing in a little bit of a weird way but you can't put your finger on it 
Hmm. I'd like to put my finger on it when we get a little closer. <laughs> uh, we can have um, we can have Antonio put his finger on it. Well, that's fine, but I, I can tell things he might not be able to. That's for sure. So uh, Honey Mist gives you Honey Mist's bag of holding. Ooh. And this is a bag of holding that Tiburon takes, which uh, he will be putting her the pirate's share of any treasure that you find into that bag. And it's a bag of holding that uh, she expects back. And uh, she has a connection to it, kind of like a scribe connection, such that she will know what's going in there. Not have access to it, but she'll know once something's put in there, what is in there. You could fit a lot of instruments and paints and brushes in that bag. Right, right, right. Uh, but do you have another one of those that maybe we can put our share in? Or should we just put all of it in there and then we divvy it out later like like a candy bag? <laughs> you can put whatever you want in there and lay claim to it. That's fine with me. I don't have another bag of holding, but if you're in the market for that, perhaps I could uh, speak to some people on your behalf. Oh, that'd be wonderful. I want one. Amaya well, wants one. All right, I'll make a note of it. It's time to get a move on. Okay, I'll get in the boat. Once you're deployed, or I'm going to sail off so as not to uh, attract attention, but uh, here... And uh, she gives Tiburon a sending stone that has, uh, it's like a one-time use. Like you could use it once to contact her and call the ship back. It's basically like a flare, but you don't have to be outside. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. My all right, so just... you're taking Antonio. Antonio's able to like recover some. Yeah, he gets back all his HP. Maya's right. showing off Mr. Bill, her little weasel friend, to Sindel while they're in the boat. Ooh. She, like, takes him and he, like, runs all over, uh, tries to nest in her hair a little bit and runs down all over the place. So, Tiburon, um, so what kind of, uh, what kind of, what, what, how is, how is your upbringing? Where, uh, not so much where are you from, but how are you, how are you, uh, brought up? Well, being an orphan and all, uh, you, you tend to run in some pretty, uh, gritty circles, uh, I used to be a bouncer at a dwarf house, actually. You ever heard of a dwarf house? I I, I don't go very many places. Tell us all about it. Uh, maybe not this early in the morning, honestly. The cover of <laughs> night is better for a dwarf house story. So, you know, just doing a couple odd things on land here and there. Eventually ended up at sea. Eventually ended up with honey mist. A couple of boats here and there. You know, some crews don't take too well to the whole deal, and getting rid of about half your ship tends to mean, well, time to find a new ship. Is anyone going to help me to row? Is this all just... Tiborn, you are fascinating. <sighs> Maya does not help row. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to help, and he does, and, and Tiburon has much longer arms than... Uh, <laughs> no, yes, so we're, they just going, start we're going, going in circles. We're <laughs> ju just ju let go. All right, it's all me. Captain oh, Honeybiss right. is just like, what the... <laughs> See this He's kind of going uh, to the perhaps left. Perhaps Antonio can grab the other one. Oh, that's an idea. All right, let him give it a try. I just wouldn't touch it after he have. So you... <laughs> Make your way out there. You can see, actually, as you pass over the reefs, um, it's not quite low tide, not quite high tide right now, somewhere in the middle, and you can see a few feet up below the surface of the water when you're passing over a reef that would definitely tear up a ship trying to get past there. And you row up to the vines and can see there is 
definitely a pretty big looking cave under there. There's only like maybe two feet that you can actually see without moving up to the vines. Thut looks at Gravely, and he's going to command Antonio to touch the vines. <laughs> but but he, he does it in a way that's like, who can do it first? He's, he's like challenging you to a contest. Well, uh, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> rush up and I'll try to touch the vines too. All right, dexterity contest between <laughs> Gravely and Antonio. Jumping over Ben's. Uh, Nectipus has it legs. It legs and <laughs> Athletics? Well, it'd be uh, acro- Just, like uh, whatever dexterity. dexterity. What can you do with all eight legs? Uh, ten. Five. Ah, uh, there we go. Gravely reaches out, gets it. Ah. Has to go kind of quick to grab it before Antonio. And when you like hit this vine, the whole, like, all of the vines for probably 30 feet up or so, the whole thing like kind of like moves in sort of a wave. And you can actually tell that there's, for that whole like area that moved, there doesn't seem to be anything solid behind it. They're just hanging there. Well, Gravely, you are so fast. I didn't do anything. It just sort of happened. So it's an indication what you're like looking at is that like, you can see just like two feet above sea level that this goes, this cave goes way back. And this like, it looks like there's a much, much bigger entrance that is covered up. by. I these believe lines. we have found the entrance of a tunnel. Uh, well, this is interesting. Nobody, somebody, nobody wants us to go in here. That's for sure. So you're kind of already starting to drift because you had some momentum. You're starting to drift under the vines. Antonio Duck. So the boat drifts through these vines. They do kind of like brush over the top of all of you. And where you find yourself is a very large cavern, distinctly large enough. What you're looking at in there is that it's big enough to get drop off ship into. Like you could actually hide it in here. And what you look behind you as those, there's basically a giant net hung down over a very large opening to this cavern and the vines have grown over that net. So it's like provided something for plant life to to cling on to. Uh, is light coming in okay, or are the vines kind of like obscuring the daylight from outside? Uh, a little bit of light is coming in, because it's bright outside. This is much um, it's more definitely comfortable. dimmer in there. So looking around this chamber, you also see like on the far end that you're headed towards, there's some sort of like a dock. There's like planks coming up out of the water and they are built on top of some rocks that you can see so it's not the whole chamber isn't submerged so on the far side you can see like a shore you could come up on and docks built on top of that and there's various ship things rigging and uh, pieces of of wood and ship equipment sitting around those docks all right well I I guess we should um, dock the ship and get on land have we been seen by anyone? You don't see anybody, any, like, signs of life in the cavern? Yeah, let's go. Well, nobody's here. Okay, let's do it. So you continue to row up to the little Dock. shore there. Dock. Yeah, don't let me run aground. My back has turned. So okay. At the moment, again, like, the tide is kind of, like, right in the middle right now. And so you can kind of see at high tide the land would be covered up. 
at low tide it would be substantially smaller so you can't you don't you can't get right up to the docks with the boat right now but you can still like reach a line out and tie off to them but you're basically just kind of like it would be just floating in the water up against the rocks and then tied off to the dock you can do that and have a look around i could send antonio out first kind of look around that's all right i'll cast pass without a trace on us Pass without a trace is cast, which makes you super hard to see. Plus 10 to stealth. And it moves with you, right? Yeah. Ooh, that's very fancy. Where'd you learn that one? Uh, it's a range of thing. Looking around without too much need for checks, you can see a couple of things because you have, you're not too worried about somebody spying on you at the moment. There's like a line tied off. Um, against a, an anchor off to the side, like anchored into the cliff wall. And you can see that that line runs all the way up to a hole up in the ceiling. And it's actually, there's kind of some labeling that explains, like, you're able to deduce that basically this is what you pull to lift up the net so that the ship could come in and then ah. drop that down behind it. You also see behind the docks, there is a pool of water. Looks to be seawater, and uh, it would probably, again, at high tide, that would be just like continuous part of the ocean, but at the current tide right now, it's separated from the rest of the lagoon. I wonder if that's for that shark friend of theirs. <gasps> he was so good, Cleave. Yeah, I think we should stay away from that, just in case. Sure. Let's, uh... But what if the treasure is in there? Well, we'll check it on the way out. Let's okay, go as far as we can in and then work our way back. So roll a uh, investigation or perception or survival. Somebody roll a thing if you want to take more of a look around. I have an invest I'm proficient in investigation and survival. That's good. Sit, roll investigation. He's the smart one. 23. Sit is very good at looking around at where one might uh, hide some treasure. Yep, clues, deductions. Yep. You're staring in that hole. There's not really, the cave doesn't go farther back. It's basically big enough to hold this ship and the docks, and there's not any other, like, there's not any offshoots or anything. You think that probably through this pool, if there's anything else in here, it's through that pool. And as you kind of, like, look closely, you can kind of see a dim light coming from, it looks pretty deep. It looks, actually, uh, you can kind of see that it's maybe... 20 feet down, and then it kind of scoops back farther into the cave. Oh, I don't like this at all. Who wants to take a swim? I go! I'll do a little swan dive into the pool. <laughs> wait, Maya, wait! Oh. Um, so Maya's in. <laughs> I just go after her. Bravely's in. Secure whatever you need to secure and hop on in there. So they're kind of treading water there, looking at looking at Sit in Tiburon and Sindel hops into. Is it like, how's the water feel? Is it cold? Is it nice? Is it comfortable? Am I enjoying myself? It, yeah. <laughs> it's approximately, it's maybe slightly warmer than uh, the ocean water was, is Ooh. because it's a little isolated and smaller. Come on but in. Not a lot. Fine. It's pretty it cold ocean so nice. water. Uh, it's definitely Water's salt not water. my favorite. Do not worry. I would not let you drown, I think. Okay. Uh, Do you want us to go first and just see how far it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys go first. Let, let, let me know if, uh, if anything 
I don't know. Let me know how long I have to hold my breath for. All right. I'll go down. I go too. So the two of you, Maya and Gravely, swim down maybe about 15 feet. It's about 20 feet to the bottom, 15 feet before you can see that it kind of scoops under. And you go a little bit into there and you can see maybe about 10 feet in, you're like halfway through a tunnel that definitely opens out into a bigger chamber that has some lighting in it. So I'll go all the way through and then I'll use my message to message uh, Soot. And be like, it's not very far. It opens up into a tunnel. Just come on. All right. So if you're going to go all the way through the tunnel, Gravely, where are you at? I'll go all the way through as well. Okay. So that would work. You can message through. You get over to... So the Pass Without Trace would be following Gravely. Each of you make your uh, stealth checks with your plus 10 bonus. 26. I'm not very stealthy. Plus 10. Oh, well, then that's going to be 27. (laughs) You're super stealthy. All right, so you pop up there. So you surface on the other side. Water level is basically the same as it was on the other side because, like, that's how water works. So it's basically, like, 15 feet up once you get into the other cavern. And uh, you both surface quietly because of Pass Without Trace. And uh, before... For that, while you're still underwater, mm-hmm. uh, Maya messages back that it's not very far. You should come ahead. And before we describe any more, I'm going to go back to the other side of the cavern with Soot and Tiburon. So, Tiburon. Sindel is still, is also surfacing with him. Uh, do you like to swim? You know, I prefer to be on the boat, but I'll take it. You well, coming in? Maya said that it, it's only about 15 feet down and 15 feet over. And 15 feet up. So, go ahead. Yep. <laughs> you scared? I, I'm, I'm not much of a good swimmer. I'm, can I grab onto your ankle? <sighs> All right, come along. And down I go. And then I'll push. And he turns into a shark. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Antonio situation? Antonio's, can, can he swim? I don't know. Also, I mean, does I he need guess. to breathe? I mean, can he no, drown? No, they, they do not need to breathe. All right, he could just like shamble in there. Yeah, he'll just. <laughs> <laughs> he does start to leak a little bit. Like, <laughs> when he sinks when to the he bottom, comes up, when like he comes falls. up, he's just got this fountain of like water coming out of his. <laughs> God knows where. So then, uh, Soot holds on to Tiburon's ankle as you swim through and uh, surface next to the others. And what you're looking at is just definitely another cavern. So you surface into another cavern, and it is about uh, half land, half water where you're at. And what you can, because of Gravely's Pass Without Trace, you're able to take a look around without arousing suspicion. But there's definitely two... Actually, three humanoids sitting up on land, and uh, they are sitting at some tables. There's some bunks up there, and they appear to be playing cards or some sort of a game. They're not really looking at you. There is uh, lamps lit uh, in various places in this cavern, lighting it up. And uh, I'll also say up above you, there seems to be like a sail or something like strung across part of the ceiling it's anchored pretty close to where you're at like right behind you and then up into 
up at the high side of the in the ceiling of the cavern. Uh, looks to be a bit of a skeleton crew that drop off left here. Shouldn't be too much trouble unless you feel like sneaking around. I could take those lights out if you want. Might give us a little bit of an advantage. As soon as you do that, maybe that's when we should uh, uh, knock these other guys out, make them unconscious. That's a great idea. Don't kill them. We might need them for information. But well, well, I could. Also, you don't know their history. Maybe they are good people. Yeah, maybe they were. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just knock them out. I can take one or two of them. I do have a bit of a uh, embarrassing spell. I got it because it uh, it makes things smell really bad, and we could get them retching all over themselves. Was it like a, a mask of farting or something like that? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. Do you want me to take the lights out? Hold on, when we're ready. Okay. Uh, Tiburon. So you're all, just to like uh, remind, you're all basically treading water as you're doing this and probably able to talk a little bit because of the Pass Without Trace, but like... You can't have too much of a chat, even okay. with Pass Without okay. Trace. Okay, Tiburon, uh, uh, are you more of an up-and-close punch-punch sort of thing? <laughs> Do you have any range attack? Uh, no, not really. I'll, okay. I'll have to get up close. If one of them goes in the water, then you can take him down. Sure, of okay. course. All right. Okay, I take the lights out now. And I'll use my prestidigitation to, one by one, snuff out all the, the torches on there. Uh, lamps. Lamps. Yeah, I'm going to take those out. One by one, they're going to go out. Okay. <laughs> the del- deluminator. They're definitely going to notice that. I want to be like, as creepy as possible. Okay. Uh, roll for intimidation. <laughs> oh, and, and I'll try to help her. I'll go, ooh. <laughs> and then I'm going to try and make uh, Antonio... <laughs> The shambling zombie start coming up. Probably on the bottom of the cavern, like underwater at the moment. I don't know if Gantonio can tread water. Okay. My well. intimidation was a 12. Okay. Oh, wait. You know what, though? I haven't used my luck feet since our, our last rest. So let me just roll that one more time. Uh, okay. Well, now it's a 13. 13. <laughs> you did Ta-da. it. Intimidating lighting. Luck be gone. So as soon as the lights go out, mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of Antonio, who's just like waterlogged at the bottom of the cavern, uh, I'm going to cast a stinking cloud right on their position. Uh, it's a 20-foot radius, uh, so I pull out a, a, a rotten egg, and I just squish it in my hands out of my dripping pouch. Um, oh, it's a wet rotten egg. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and then I can cast it within 90 feet. So they're within 90 feet of me, yes? Yeah. All right. So they have to make a constitution saving throw, uh, or they are poisoned. All right, so And they first. spend their entire term <laughs> retching and reeling. First, a lamp goes out, and they all kind of like turn and look, but it could have just gone out. Then a second lamp goes out, and they're like, hmm. One of them stands up and looks at that, and the other I one kind of like. I cast true strike on one of them. All right. Uh, one of them, another one kind of like looks out a little bit at the water and then a third lamp goes out and uh, one of them says like, go! And uh, they immediately stand up, go into kind of like mode and they will throw over the table and like, so it lands as like a, as a Shield. barrier to like stand behind. And about that time, stinking cloud <laughs> hits them and uh, 
So yeah, that was spell. constitution saving throws for yeah, each of them? Yeah, all three of them need to make constitution against uh, DC 15. Uh-huh. So two of them, one of them saves, one of them, two of them just barely save on the line. So you can see that two of them definitely like wretch and look like disturbed, but it's not going to. It's not going to actually poison them. And they, uh, two of them definitely pull out crossbows and uh, point it towards the water, but they don't see you right away, especially with the lights continuing to go out. And the other one moves towards the wall where you where you see some other lines tied off. So we're now in darkness, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's probably all Dope. the sources of light. <laughs> Can you all see? Disadvantage for everyone. All right, everybody. Let's just roll Woo! initiative. Whee! All right, so initiative is rolled. And uh, the one of the figures is going to go first. That's the figure that stood and moved toward the uh, wall. And uh, gravely, as you see this figure stand and move, you can tell you recognize kind of the partly recognize and partly you kind of recognize the movement. And you're pretty sure, at least maybe 70 to 80 percent sure that it's Bashir. Uh, from Dread X. Mm. Oh, no. Not this jerk again. And what Bashir does is yeah. he runs over and he pulls a line, which unravels, and a bunch of rigging starts to, like, roll through itself up in the cavern, and that sail up above your head starts to drop. 